Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I am Nia. And I'm Decoria. Welcome back, y'all. Another anime episode. Hi, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Uh, pretty good. Um, I've seen that like our previous anime episodes are getting a lot of love. So thanks for that. We will try to, you know, at least give you an anime episode once a month now, maybe. Or like, because we've be awesome. we both been watching a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, we both have. What have you been watching recently? Um, I actually like took like a short break from watching anything. The last thing I finished, what was it? Oh my god. I finished rewatching Jujutsu Kaisen and then there is a new anime out called Spy Family and I'll probably will start that today. Nice. Oh, I think I've heard of that. It's kind of like viral on Twitter sort of. Yeah, yeah, it's about I guess it's about like a spy and like a little girl like he's taking care of her or something. I have no idea what it's about, but I'm definitely going to check it out since it's like three episodes or four episodes by today and so Oh, nice. Yeah, that's super short. I might check that out eventually one of these days once I get over the mental overwhelmingness. It's not a word, but I'm using it because <laughs> that's why that's what I called Corey here today. This is different from our previous anime episodes because we both have not seen this. I'm the one who's seen this and I've been ranting into the abyss for the past three weeks, month. I don't know how long it's been, but Today, I've gathered Corey here because I, in the year of 2022, decided to subjugate myself to the perfection, the disappointment of (laughs) the 12 kingdoms. So everybody, the 12 kingdoms, you probably have not heard of it. I'd say 90% of anime fans to this day probably have never heard of this unless you are older or you are just into this genre of historical anime with female-led characters, which is a very niche, 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 niche genre. Mm -hmm. So Corey, I'm going to just talk and I broke, I literally have broken this down excuse me, this down into several sections. So I'm going to give y'all some background on what this is and why it's a, it's affected me this much. Okay, so the 12 Kingdoms, y'all, is called, it's, in, okay, I'm going to try to pronounce Japanese names. Forgive me, bear with me. Okay, the Japanese name is Juni Kokuki, I think, or Record of 12 Countries. It aired from 2002 to 2003 on NHK. It is directed by Tsuno Kobayashi, written by Sho Akiyawa Aikawa, who also did Full Metal Alchemist. I was shocked. I was like, this oh. man did, or this person did Full Metal Alchemist? Excuse me? Wait, so the person me? who wrote this wrote Full Metal Alchemist? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. No, well, you know what? She's a, a woman, so no wonder oh, she it was is. so good. Come yeah. Through. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It all, it, see, it, the pieces are coming together. It makes sense. Yeah. Wow. And like Full Metal Alchemist is one of those things where like people, you know that, have you ever seen that meme where guys are like, see, that's why women shouldn't write manga. And they're like, oh, you're literally a Full Metal Alchemist fan. You need the call. Like, <laughs> like, you need to pay attention to who is writing your stuff because she's literally oh, a wow. woman. <laughs> Not them. That's hilarious. Oh, wow. Pretending like, see, that's what's funny. People don't look up who writes and they're like, oh, it's like you're a Full Metal Alchemist fan. She's a woman. Yeah. And also, I didn't know what this was, but it sounded famous. Ultraman Towards the Future. I think it's an older anime based off of like a source material that was semi-famous back in the day. Yeah. Um, 
okay, so Homegirl has credits and she's written a lot since. Okay, it was produced or it was what do you call it? Distributed by Studio Periot. I don't know if that's how oh, you pronounce they it. do Naruto Bleach. They, they do a lot of big anime. Yeah, right. There was, so it's a big studio. Like they have a mm-hmm. laundry list of massive anime published by Kodansha, um, based on the novel by Fuyumi Ono, Queen. Queen, we don't talk enough about. But um, the first novel was released in 1992 and the last was released in 2001. But there's hope. Another edition of the novel came out in 2019. Um, I don't know the specifics. I just know that it sold really well in Japan. Amen. We love to see it, especially since it has been on a hiatus for years. The fact that people went out and bought it. Shout out to y'all. Um, she is a female novelist. Like She doesn't do manga. She does novels and she's re- released technically three novel series. Ghost Hunt is a continuation of the Akuro series, which is her I feel first like I've series. heard of Ghost Hunt for some reason. You have? Oh, I, I, I mean, like it, we heard it that. On, it's. I think it's on Hulu. I could be lying. It could be on Crunchyroll or Hulu. Hulu, and it's. She does. I think it's a. Uh, oh goodness! It's. I think it's long, but I believe it was kind of popular. I don't. Yeah, I'm looking me. at it now. It has 25 episodes, but like the ranking is pretty high for it. So it must have been because I know for a fact I've heard that name before. Mm, nice, nice. Love I to might see check her that out. Doing yeah, that to my list. Yeah, and also what's interesting is that she does a lot of like psychological, like serious stuff. So I wonder if how, what that show is about. Mm-hmm. And I'm also super curious about her last novel, which was Shiki, 1998. Oh, I've heard like of Shiki. Yeah. You have, yeah, Listen, yeah. That's like a pop, isn't it? Um, they turned it into an anime, I think, in 2010, and it went like it was popular because it was very. That was like her only shonen, I think she did. Um. Is it? But wait, her, she. I didn't even know she was. Um, I thought it was more it? horror. Yeah, it's horror, but like male led. I think. Um, yeah. Is so it? it's yeah. not. It's, it's not. I don't think. I'm pretty sure it's not shonen because shonen just means that it's like the demographic for it is like young males. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, so it was like just teenagers. A psychological- yeah, gotcha. that makes sense. Yep, but um. Ghost Hunt, though, was left unfinished, apparently. So we'll take it with caution. <laughs> Maybe I won't watch that then. <laughs> <laughs> See, listen, I this ties into the 12 Kingdoms so well. Um, the 12 Kingdoms was 45 episodes total. And, okay, I'm going to give you some plot, but I'm not going to spoiler it. So right now I'm going to give you, everyone, a non-spoiler review because I want to talk about this without ruining the magic and ruining... and. It's like, I don't know what I want to say to people because I don't want to, prom- I, it's so amazing, but at the same time, it's so frustrating. So I'm going to go into it. Okay. The plot is about Yoko, who's a regular teenage girl who finds out that she's been chosen as the queen of this mythical land. Um, she's the queen of K. Um, it focuses, like, of course, the show 12 Kingdoms. There are 12 kingdoms in this other world. They all have their different name and they're led by different kings or queens. Um, this, the series itself focuses on K. In and Cole of the 12 kingdoms. So we don't really hear much about the other ones, but it focuses on those. Um, the people from our world, which is like the human world, um, who go to their world accidentally, something they can't really control, um, or they're brought there by certain people, um, are ac- they get there accidentally are called kaikaku. I'm never going to forget that word as long as I live um, because they say it a lot in the anime, but it's just like, 
ah, the way that Kaikaku are treated. Ah, mm-hmm. anyway, um, I'll go into more details because I don't want to spoil it, but also I do want to show like how deep this lore is. Um, and there are people who in that world are aware of Japan and China specifically. So they know that like, that's just another word for their name of like outsider. Um, the people there speak another language, but I love how they just like, we just as the audience hear Japanese, but they, it's like, it's illustrated in the novel that these people are speaking another language on this new world. Um, and it's a world where like the rules and the lore are so deep. It's so rich. It's so detailed. The lore is like, the heavens control who's in power and if the people in power get out of line or do something out of order then the heavens will fix it um so the king and queens are mostly like they're not the ones who control they can have power but they are at the will of the heavens the king and queens then when they turn go to power are immortal so they live forever and they don't age um and this is also such a the creatures, the art design, the 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 the, the innovation—it's amazing. They're half human, half creatures, um, mythical animals. People like the the animals have superpowers, sort of. I wouldn't call it superpowers, just abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main part of the lore I will spoil. It's like so, a Kirin is a god that is born from a tree, and the, they are raised on this little mountain that to and their whole purpose is to find and then serve the person who's going to rule their country so that's why yoko was chosen by kai uh, what's what's his oh my goodness kai oh my goodness i forgot his name (laughs) but it's gonna come to me it's gonna come to me as soon as i exit out of this which makes me upset um um he was chose he went to find yoko at just her high school and found her as the ruler and so there that's their whole purpose and it's it's a wonderful system of how they've chosen to lay out this lore um and the world visually is like similar to ancient china slash japan architecturally um but there are certain things that just look so fantastical and like i said a lot of these gods are half human half creature and then there's also a population of regular people in this world that are also half human half creature things people understand things differently it's 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 wonderful i can't stress it enough and the reason why i think this review rant i wouldn't call it i can't really label what this is going to be because it's so frustrating and it's so amazing at the same time that I don't know how to articulate the level of why I'm enjoy why I enjoy this and why this has stuck with me so much. So I wouldn't really call this like a rant time per se. Just talking about would, it. Yeah, like yeah. it's more so because there's so many things this does right. And what makes it so frustrating is because there's not many anime after it. Like mm-hmm. I said, this came out in 2003. There's not many that have come after it that have literally to me, with a female lead built off of what this did right, um, there are a lot of things that I'm just like, ooh, y'all were in your bag. Why did you stop? <laughs> Why? Okay. So this section, I'm really, I might spoil a little bit, but I'm not going to try to like tell you everything. But unless you do want to see it or want to read it, because 
I get it if you do. And I don't want to, and I want to promote this. You know, you're kind of just <laughs> like, I you're don't. pushing the agenda for 12 kingdoms. I know. <laughs> like the thing is though, it's like, sometimes I want to protect people and be like, y'all don't set yourself up because you're going to enjoy this so much, but then you're going to be like me and you're going to be like, I want more and then you can't get more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's just frustrating. I don't know if I should tell people to watch it or just tell people to read it or you can't really read it. It's kind of like okay. when like for people who read fan fiction, it's kind of like finding a really good fanfic on getting, getting and the author had <laughs> Yeah, like getting to like the last chapter that was updated and finding out that it was updated like 10 years ago. And like the author what? has like never posted anything else. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally it. It's like how you they just left you out to dry. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so the reason okay, I'm gonna talk about this. So mainly I would say a pros and cons list to watch this and engage in this in this media at all from books to movies i mean books to anime the lore is so good i have to say this might be one of my favorite lores i've seen like the way they break down the rules of what is supposed to happen like the rules of the kings like everyone has rules to live by there's rules of the kings there's rules of the gods there's rules of the the people around the kings and queens like it's it's because there's moments where you feel like I'm just watching a political historical anime but then they bring in these elements that you're like okay this world operates different but this is just normal to them which makes it so good because they don't realize how different it is because obviously they're they've only lived in this one world their whole lives but seeing how through the lens of the people who are kaikaku or human from this world, our world, go over there and seeing how drastic the 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 changes are, even though on the surface it may not look like it, it's really, it's so good. Like the language barrier, like the Shiyoko goes over to this world with her two friends. Well, friends, I uh, would you call them friends? See, that's controversial. Would you call them friends? Two people she talks to mm. at her school. And um, one of the girls has such a really, really interesting character development. She's almost a villain. but And she kind of turns into that villain role. But what makes it so interesting is because you see both of them react to this world in different ways. One of them sort of goes towards a villain territory and the other one sort of just like loses his mind. <laughs> like both of them like are completely struggling because one, they can't speak the language. Yoko for some reason can, and you find out why later, but you see when you realize that even just something simple, like a language barrier can truly make you lose the will to like, want to stay in that area and you and you feel like there's no way for me to communicate there's no one who can teach me right now and I know that there's people in this world you learn that can teach but it's when you're first getting there you don't know the rules of this world you don't know anybody it's really scary and the show does a great job of showing that these are just high school kids and they're having to survive in this place where there's mythical creatures (laughs) and it sounds cool on paper but this is the reality and this drama is so serious. It's so serious. It's not a comedy, y'all. Like, it's not, in like, to me, anime today, if it was to have this exact same storyline, exact same characters, everything is checklisted the same, I don't think they would execute it this way. And I mean it in a way that 
the way this was done reminds me of how anime used to be in the 90s. Like a cowboy bebop, like in terms of pacing, in terms of writing. Does that make sense? It reminds me of, I think, just like the way that things used to be less, like comedy anime was comedy anime. Dramas was drama. Like it was all pretty separate. And it wasn't like, nowadays you'll have a drama anime that's half comedy. And a lot of the comedy is what you'd expect with anime, like characters being exaggerated or say being yelling and screaming, or there'll be like some very cartoonish slapstick thing that'll happen to break the tension. But that doesn't happen here. Yeah, this is a full, there's like there's yeah. a lot of anime that actually don't have any comedy in it at all. It's just the one the ones that like get pushed to the forefront the most and that are the most popular are the ones that are more shown in like, and so they have the comedy yeah. in there. But there are like right. a lot oh, of stuff that has, has like zero comedy, like psychopaths and whatnot, and like uh, World Trigger and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, not it's not World Trigger. It's another one. It's called like ah, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Resonance and Terror or something like that. I don't know. It's all all the darker hmm. stuff is usually the stuff that has no comedy in it. Right, right. And the thing is, though, this is not. I wouldn't call this anime dark, though. Yeah, like I wouldn't say it's like. Because I think I've seen Psychopaths and that's um, in that where it's like a crime anime. Um, like they're crime fighters or detectives or something. I can't remember. Um, yeah. So I, for me, I was saying that I do think this anime is serious. I don't think it's always dark. And mm-hmm. I think people agree with me because there are a lot of really dark, conflicting psychological moments and i and i'm you know what i'm not gonna lie there are a lot of dark things but to me the whole anime is not dark like the lore is so rich and it's almost got this magical undertone that it never feels to me as like someone who just watched it recently this never feels like a purely dark anime um there's a lot of hopeful moments there's a lot of triumphant moments um so i guess it depends on what your people's definition of dark is. Um, but I'd never fully felt like this anime was nothing but like a hundred percent dark or just based in like gore or um, really like the whole time, if that makes any sense. But um, the, the main thing that I really wanted to say about this was <laughs> that um, the world is just so rich it's so great <laughs> i can't say this enough like the original writer she put her foot into this lore because i can't of course i haven't watched a lot of anime so i'm sure there are a lot of animes that have really rich lore but to see this world and the rules and like the parameters be so cleanly laid out And I never had like a thing where I was like, well, this is a plot hole or that's a plot hole. I was just kind of like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, this makes sense. Oh, this is interesting. And I just, it made me want to ask more questions, but Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like, oh, this is bad. Oh, she shouldn't have. Then what does that mean for this? I never was thinking about what this meant, what, what a decision meant for something else from a previous episode i was just like okay that makes sense okay that makes sense oh it's 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 wonderful i can't and the fact that it's female-led also made it more immersive i guess because it's so rare to see i guess to me it's so rare to see historical anime that's based in this mythical land where the girl is not just like a girl for the prince 
if that makes sense because i know mm-hmm. that these kind of these kind of anime exist where it's like oh this teenage girl gets whisked away to a mythical land and she has to be the concubine of the prince or the prince or That's she not works like a huge, prince. it's not a romance is it no no it's not it's not oh, but okay, i mean I like, exactly usually those, mean. Are, those are the angles they usually take girl gets whisked off to a new world animes yeah. like it has something to do with romance i'm not saying there's a problem with romance but i'm saying that like yoko is the protagonist in her own story nobody else is here to like facilitate in terms of this romance is going to get her to where she needs to go no it's like it's her this is her narrative and i love to see it um the politics oh the politics it's wonderful it's wonderful it almost reminds me of like a korean drama in that when you get super political like mm. when everyone's taken power and you see like the ministers and the the politicians sort of fight for power to be either more corrupt or more just and it was so wonderful how they executed that because Yoko didn't just come to power and she just knew how to do stuff like it, this drama does a gr- this anime does a great way uh, does a great job of trying to paint their characters as human as relatable as realistic and everyone has a motivation and they never their motivations will change but you get to see them still stay the same people um which is so fascinating yoko matures but she's still yoko um and she doesn't go a whole 180 character wise she just grows which i think is amazing um now now i the reason why the main reason why i brought Corey here today is not just to rave on this anime because i think it's fantastic it's because like we said earlier when something is so good but unfinished slash unavailable and has no prospects of returning it's frustrating because you get conflicted on whether or not you should tell people to watch it because then they'll feel like you (laughs) (laughs) and they'll be in agony. Um, uh, This anime, can I just say this? Crunchyroll, you know what you did. Crunchyroll, you know what you did. Here, I don't watch a lot of anime on Crunchyroll. I watch mainly on Hulu because I like Hulu's interface better and that's just me. But if it's available on Hulu, I'll watch it on Hulu. But this one... I think was only available on Crunchyroll, if I'm not mistaken, or I was having some issues with Hulu and I couldn't watch it there. Tell me why. I'm starting this anime. Curious. Oh, I read the description. Love to see it. Sounds great. I look going super fast. Again, not used to Crunchyroll's interface and how they usually have the seasons listed as just like sentences, like different tabbed sentences um, when you go to the series list like they'll just Mm -hmm. show they'll show if there's multiple seasons they'll list it out because that's how crunchyroll does it but they don't (laughs) if you're going really fast it looks like sometimes that a show has multiple seasons when it's really just when it's really just different languages (laughs) and so for me just me taking my leisurely time reading and then going very very fast through the tabs and saying oh there's two seasons that's wonderful and keep in mind when I was watching this I did not go back to the series tab I did not look I just went autoplay and let it play did not even go back to that page tell me why I get to episode 
like 40 something and I'm like, hmm, the story's getting a little interesting. I wonder what's going to happen season two. And I check and I check the disappointment on my face when I saw season one dubbed (laughs) Corey, I had no, my, my whole body just like sagged. My whole body was like, oh, this is, this is, this is, this is evil. (laughs) How dare they? (laughs) Only one season and you end it the way they did. I said, oh, Crunchyroll, this is, I feel like talking to somebody's manager. I feel like talking to someone's manager. I was unable to cope with the fact that there was only one season for this show and to make matters worse. Why are you going to end? Okay, spoilers. I'm going to spoiler territory. Why are you going to end? As much as I love King In too. King In is great. We love him. Ha ha ha. We, he's the best. He's fine. We get it. Why would you end a story about Yoko on King In? Tell me why. Tell me why. She just got into power. We have four more episodes and you're telling me King In's backstory? For what? It can wait. <laughs> it's not important right now. King In is the king of another kingdom who helped Yoko come to power. And I get it. I would have loved to seen his backstory in the middle of the season. Yoko just finally got to power as queen where her whole court is not trying to like go behind her back. And you're telling me instead of ending on her like ruling and implementing policies and helping the people, you're going to end on King In's backstory. That made me so mad. I was like, why are you, and King In can wait. King In can wait. We need to know what happens to Yoko. She's the main character. (laughs) She's the main character. And they're going to, they have the nerve to be like, (laughs) I wonder what kind of, the amount of times they said, I wonder what kind of kingdom Yoko is going to build. I wonder what kind of kingdom Yoko is going to build. And I'm like, if you show me, you can show me. It it drives me nuts. Why are you going to say hypotheticals into the abyss, into the world and not fulfill those? It's, that was like, let me throw the tape. Let me flip the table. Let me throw water on the floor. I was so mad because that's not an ending, y'all. Newsflash, ending on us on another character, that's not an ending. That's a continuation. That's saying, oh, here's another side story. Here, it's like it's like ending an anime on a filler. No shade. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's like, it's like this is not the main narrative. Why are we talking about this? And there's two episodes left. I love King In just like everybody else, but why are we talking about him? Why is he here right now? Like Yoko, and the thing is, some people will say, well, Yoko had her retribution moment. She got the bad guy out of the way. It's like, yeah, but that's not an ending. (laughs) That's not an ending. That's a point that's like this. That's a beginning. She got one of the people that needed to go out. She's changing her court. That's not an ending. That's a beginning. Her ruling hasn't even really started. <sighs> that pissed me off. I was so mad. Um, then 
the point that I, that makes it frustrating to me is if, if it was a season two, I'd be fine with it. If it, if that was a season two, like continuer, like, okay, season two's coming. So you don't have to worry that we ended on King in. We'll t- continue with Yoko next season. I would have been like, okay, okay. I see what you're doing. That's nice of you to do that. But no, the series had one season that ended in the year of 2003, the year of 2003. And it has not come back since. There's no hope for me. <laughs> um, but I have to say, I think this anime did have a video game or this show. I have not looked into it. Like, as as I will illustrate in a second, another reason why this is so frustrating. Nothing is accessible for English speakers or other language speakers. It's, and I get it. It's an anime. It's older. You can't expect things to just be handed to me. I get it. I get it. I don't speak Japanese. But at the same time, how are you going to have an anime that's subbed and dubbed, but not have the books, huh, that come after it in English? So none of them are translated at all? The only ones that are translated are the, the ones that the anime is based off. So there's four books, I believe. I believe, or like four or five that were the original ones that are, mm. but the but thing is they didn't stop at like the late, the writer, she wrote more books. And so the ones that are not are the ones that are not in English. So everything that comes after the anime that in that, that where the anime ends, just not translated. The only way you can read it is like, there are luckily the fans who've translated the books, but like they're all online and I think that's wonderful shout out to the fans who've done that y'all are fantastic but this company should know when things get put on Crunchyroll when things get put on like big platforms people are gonna watch them yeah and people all over the world are gonna watch them so to me it's a good business decision across the board like yeah and it's not like they have to like make uh physical books they could have easily just did like a kindle version like they, they could have just translated and like have you buy it digitally they didn't have to make physical books <laughs> like Corey, like these these books aren't even available for kindle the old ones aren't even available and you're ha- oh, and you wow. mean to tell me that it's so hard to translate and the thing is i get it's resources they don't probably don't think it's a profitable thing but they're wrong <laughs> there are people who discover this anime every day on Crunchyroll on t- YouTube there's like a retro anime channel to mm-hmm. where they'll post clips of old anime and the 12 Kingdoms has like a lot of views on one of the episodes that, or one of the scenes they posted and I'm like do y'all not see the, the potential that's here it's waiting <laughs> just and the thing is it's not like these are manga like most anime now and even back in the day got um, adapted from manga. So I guess it's more resources to translate a book, but it's worth it because you get to expose people to more of this source material. And hey, maybe now that you've republished or you've re you've restarted this series in 2019 with a new book that came out, you can not just get interest from folks in Japan, you can get interest from everybody. And I'm like, I... That doesn't make sense to me. Like business wise, like fan base wise, like to keep the fans happy, to spread the content, to to just like I keep it to your I mean, I don't get it because 
you can make more money. People want to see stuff like this, in my opinion. I think there are a lot of people who like female-led anime. They want to see badass female characters. And there's, and that are not second to like a, a male lead. There's this, this has a lane to itself, especially with such rich world building, rich lore, rich characters, complex storylines, um, like internal conflicts. Like these characters are not all good. Yoko's not all good. We see her go through a really, I gotta say, triggering mm-hmm kind of almost borderline evil situation that I, she almost caused. And I was like, okay, we're learning that these are just people. They're going to do good and bad things. And that's so amazing. It's so amazing. And they won't, and they won't translate it. I mean, to me, it's the bare minimum. If you're not going to put this, if you're not going to, if you're not going to give me a second season or you're not going to give me a reboot of the anime, because it's been so long, the least they could do is translate the books. At least they do. They can do, in my opinion. Um, and I know I sound selfish because at least this book, a new chapter of the book came out in 2019. I should be happy. And I am happy. Thank you all in Japan for buying it because at least they know that there's an audience for it. But yeah. Tokyo Pop has no intention of translating them. And I'm like, why? Tokyo Pop is the company that distributes it now. And I'm like, y'all know you have the the money's right there. I'm willing to purchase. I'm waiting to buy. Um, and fan, so fan translations right now, the only way you can see what happens. And the thing is, I kind of have hope. I can't lie. I have a little hope because in 2019, I think the book sold about 300,000 copies in Japan, which is huge. Like the new updated, like there's a new part I think it's volume, let me be specific. It's volume nine that came out in 2019. And it sold like 300,000 copies, which is huge, massive. But imagine what it could sell if they'd release it with an English translation or anything. Um, So I just, I guess this is my plea because it's hard to be a fan of, a fan of media that you have to kind of, maneuver through hoops to enjoy um i feel like this anime had but could be this source material because i love the artwork like shout out to the illustrator who illustrated the the original illustrator of the books his covers are fantastic um i don't think that this team of people understands what a gem they have on their hands which is kind of frustrating to see yeah Um, Maybe no, like, because yeah, like, ahead. okay, so this kind of anime where like somebody gets transported into another world is called like isekai, and mm. those are like, they're getting pretty popular or like they're kind of trending now because there's a lot of them that's getting made. So maybe they'll come back to this. Like maybe, <laughs> really? I see. I don't. I didn't know that isekai is getting popular. I mean, laid the groundwork. See, that's what I'm saying. Why don't you bring back the original, the OG? Yeah. Like, I, as someone who likes Yona of the Dawn a lot, Yona of the Dawn is not an isekai because she doesn't come from a new world. But it's like a female-led. She's like a badass. Like it's about her. There are so many anime I can name that kind of ride the coattails of this and are sort of inspired by this and i'm like if isekai is coming back why don't y'all there the potential for greatness is there to me i don't care if you do a second season because 
I don't know if the original voice acting cast is still acting. I don't know if the original writers are still writing. So I don't want to make, I don't want to have to sort of like have them do it, you know, 20 years later, Oof, dang near 20 years later and try to find all the original people. And if it doesn't work out that way, I don't need it like that. If you reboot it, please. It rebooting it to me to sort of reintroduce it to a new generation with updated you know visuals but even though I love the art style the art style is so like late 90s it's so good it's because they all the characters look it's like the color palette is vibrant but it's not over the top it's kind of warm if that's a good word to say the anime feels like a warmth a realism that doesn't really a realism expressed through art through visuals um these people don't feel like um, exaggerated characters of what you think anime characters are or what they've evolved to be. It's not stylized in that way. It's stylized for realism and for like, uh, I don't know, it's more subdued, which I love. Um, but I wonder if they understand what kind of gold mine they're sitting on because I think if you reintroduce this to a new generation, you can get a whole new fan base and now the anime is now like super pop anime is probably to to me the most mainstream it's been in like 15 years so getting even a smaller studio it doesn't even have to be a big studio a smaller studio to redo this and showcase with the same tones like I don't need them to like modernize it in that they start adding comedy or they start doing it treating it like a popular shonen right or trying to hit the shonen marks to be famous but just treat it the way you did and continue the story and develop it the way I that it deserves to be and I feel like it would do well I feel like like it's kind of it's companies holding it back not gonna lie I feel like if and I don't even know who which company who owns the rights to the anime anymore or who would own the rights to whatever anime would come out but this whoever owns the license y'all are sitting on greatness do something with it please like international fans are exact out here who like this material who would love it and I feel like Yoko would be I feel like this would be a perfect time for it like not trying to say that Demon Slayer is the only historical but I think that that's there are certain anime like that that are putting into people's minds that anime doesn't have to be one thing. And so I think this is perfect. I don't think the 12 kingdoms really shined for the time period it was in because there were so many different things in, in anime at the time. I feel like now is the perfect time <laughs> mm-hmm. to hop on the train. And so I will, if anybody out there, knows anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody <laughs> who worked on this or who owns the rights to this or a company who works anybody who works at a company that's related to this anime or book I feel like they need to know that people want to see more like this and that I think it's time um, and please translate the books and so if you're listening out there who has not who anybody who's not watched the 12 kingdoms you know what? I will say watch it. I will say one thing. 
it's very annoying when they recap every episode. When I tell you, when I texted Corey one time, I was like, Corey, is it normal for anime to recap every episode? <laughs> and you were like, um, not really, unless it's like because they were aired on TV. And when I tell you they will recap, they'll spend episodes recapping what they just did. I was like, I saw it. I was there. I watched Wait, I it literally work. just watched this. <laughs> literally and i'm like oh gosh besides that besides that annoying factor this anime is so rich and so good it's probably the one anime you won't stop thinking about if you do watch it because it's the lore sticks with you i'll think of i right now i'm like i wish i had a video game that was a kingdom builder but not in the form of civilization games like where you are just like a omniscient god figure that picks your troops and picks your the tiles i'm talking about like a proper third person like kingdom building rpg would be so interesting Mm -hmm. and i feel like if you're someone who likes lore if you're someone who likes female-led anime if you like historical things miss uh fantasy if you like um just reading about situations that um are more deep um like character struggles um con like all these internal conflicts psychological things i feel like people would like this but i don't want i want them to like say this with a disclaimer like enjoy it but also acknowledge the fact that like you're getting into something that is not gonna be handed to you it's not gonna be easy to engage with if you can't read Japanese fan translations will help you read the books but it's not going to be easy to be a fan of this um you will live life so sadness and moments of sadness that there's not a season two but yeah um that's why I'd say maybe watch it kind of watch it I'd say watch it enjoy it (sighs) but just know that you're not in for something that's going to be easily distributed. And once it's done, it's done. The, I'm I'm hopeful that there may be a reboot of the anime, but I could just be talking. And there's probably nothing that supports any evidence that supports that the, it will ever happen. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. I know I have not <laughs> done a great job of promoting this. And for fans out there who might be watching this, I really love this. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I really loved this. So even if I critique something or if I got upset, it's not that the source is not great. It's because it's so great and it's so inaccessible and it's not what I think it deserves. These books deserve the five season treatment. In my opinion, they deserve a movie. They deserve like merch. I even looked on Amazon with the hopes of like any 12 kingdoms merch, not an ounce, not an ounce. Oh, there's none. Wow. Absolutely nothing. And I get it. Cause it's 2003, but I hope that people who are longtime fans of this continue to be passionate about it. And people who are coming into this come into it with like a mind of enjoying it, um have fun watching the season because it's a great show great characters but just know that it's not gonna be as fulfilling by the end of it you will not feel fulfilled you'll feel like you want more (laughs) and you won't be able to get more um 
but yeah, I just, I, my hope is that maybe in a couple years, someone will see that this is a great source material and make a proper anime that's like five seasons. Um, and my hope is that um, the writer, let me say her name properly again, um, by Fumiyumi Ono will continue to write chapters of this um, and complete Yoko's story. Um, she did one in 2019, which was amazing. Um, I hope that she continues. And I hope that no, I just hope they don't give up on this. Um, I would love for them to continue to build on this world, build on this lore and these characters. Um, very sad <laughs> way to end this episode. Um, I would give this a 10 out of 10 because I loved every moment of this. Hold on, Corey, are you still there? Ooh. No, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. It just, awesome. I, it just went out randomly. I was like, what in the world? Not again. Oh no. There's a lot of, something really doesn't want me to talk about this anime today. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I was just going to say that if you wanted to see, I would recommend you to see because I think you'd like it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like I would just give you an even ounce of enjoyment and frustration. Say so always watch it and enjoy, but know that it's not going to be like, by the end of it, you'll be like, Nia, we need more. And I'll be like, yes, now you're on my struggle bus. <laughs> now we're not going to get any more. <laughs> Very true. But like I said before, I'd give this a 10. It was perfect, but perfect that can't be continued is just, ah, it's a sad version of perfect. Um, 12 Kingdoms forums and fans, y'all are the real ones. Shout out to y'all for continuing to keep this source material alive um, and in people's minds on the international fan side. So yeah, I, that's all I have to say. 12 Kingdoms was fantastic and fantastically frustrating. Um, that's it for today, y'all. <laughs> a very somber way a bittersweet way um to to end this anime episode um that's it for me um do you want to say anything about what you thought about it or anything? no it sounds really good uh i'll probably i'll add it to my list but i'm not sure when i'll get to it because i'm like watching and reading i'm well i'm reading more stuff than i'm watching right now but yeah. hopefully you know even if it doesn't get another anime, hopefully you'll get a movie. Like it sounds like it's that would have be a, like, a lot of stuff to go off of. So I honestly, anything <laughs> if they could give me a crumb, <laughs> I will take it. Um, yeah, that's it for me. I agree until next time. Y'all thank you for listening. I'm yeah. Mia. And I'm Decoria. Bye. Bye y'all.